Welcome to the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast, a show to motivate you and introduce you to celebrities, authors, singers, and standout entrepreneurs that are making a positive impact in the world. Men and women coming together to share knowledge, having upbuilding conversations centered around business, wellness, and life. We connect you with some amazing people and opportunities. It's your time to shine and we help you do that. We love sharing your stories of success and spotlighting you, the entrepreneur. We love to laugh. We love to smile. We love to celebrate you. And we love having fun. So go grab a seat, get a snack, and don't forget your beverage. It's time for you to come share, shine, and grow. Yes, it's time for the Tina Ramsey Show. Let's get it started with your host, Coach Tina Ramsey. Hello, hello, everybody. How are you doing today? All right. I am going to allow some time for all of you to pop on. I hope that you guys are having an amazing, amazing, amazing day. And going to allow some time for you to get your notifications and we're going to get started. We're going to have us an amazing, amazing time. Ladies, I know that I have some guys that view videos, watch videos, because I've been advertising this. However, we are going to be talking all about ladies. We're going to be talking about our honey pots, our health, how to take care of our health. And for those of you who do not know who I am, my name is Tina Ramsey. I am the founder of Heal the Honey Pot. And yes, we're going to talk all about honey pots on today. So as you guys chime in, as you come in, please let me know where you are tuning in from so that I can give you a shout out. So excited to have you guys, ladies, here on today. So today's topic, we're going to talk about the seven tips to take care of your honey pot. Now, you know, I love talking about my honey pot. So I'm going to talk about this honey pot so we can all get this stuff straight because many times as women, we do so much. We think about everybody else. We take care of everybody else, health and wellness. But somewhere around the line, we forget about ourselves. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about some tips on how you can really take care of your honey pots. And we're going to have some fun because I know this is not an easy search for everyone to talk about. But of course, we're going to have some fun along the way. And we're going to go ahead and jump right into tip one. Tip one is whole body health. Having whole body health can actually help your honey pots. Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Well, I'm here to tell you, Cam, we have the amazing T. Lee. She's from California. What's up, California? <laughs> All right. And so whole body health, why is this important? You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet on a daily basis more than one time. And you also need to make sure that you keep, um, drink plenty of water. I know sometimes as women, as individuals, if you're not, even if you're not a woman, we tend to not like water. So some tips that I can give you on that to make your water very refreshing and appealing to you when you're trying to get more intake is to add some fresh fruit slices like orange or lemon inside of your water to make it more tasty so that you would get the intake um, as you need. And as you are doing that, it's not, not only helping your overall health, 
is also helping your honeypot to maintain her health, okay? That's what it does. All right, now let's keep on going, cruising and perusing, because we're not going to stay on these topics too long. But I know I'm going to step on some toes. And when I get to that tip, I'm going to explain why. But right now, we're going to get to tip two. Exercise for the body and your honeypot. Now, many of you already know that exercise is good. We already know that. However, did you know that just as well as um, exercise for the overall body is important, meaning we need to make sure we stretch our ligaments, our muscles to keep them moving in optimal um, health. We need to do the same thing with our honeypot. So you're probably saying, well, how can I do that? Like, how can I exercise my honeypot? If you know anything about Kegel crunches or Kegel exercises, if you don't know, you need to Google it. Kegel exercises is an exercise that women do in order to strengthen the pelvic floor of our honeypots. And as we get older, or if you had any children, you will notice that that is very, very important for us to strengthen our pelvic floor so that it can have optimum, I'm not gonna go too deep because I'm keeping PG. It can um, help you with your health and your wellness. So one tip I can say, if you're not used to doing Kegel crunches, you need to make sure you're in a quiet place. You don't need to have any distractions so that you can concentrate on really contracting those muscles in that particular area of your honeypot. So if you keep your honeypot happy by doing the Kegel, cr Kegel crunches or Kegel exercises, whatever you want to call it, it can actually double over and help you with your health and wellness. So how can a Kegel crunch or a Kegel exercise help you with your health? Well, it actually helps you with uh, your intestines. It helps with um, strengthening your bladder. It helps with uh, helping your small intestines. And most importantly, women, it helps us with our uterus, keeping it strong, keeping it healthy. And that's why it's very important when after we have children, because our body go through a lot of stress and a lot of trauma when we have our beautiful bundles of joy. Kegel crunches is paramount to, in order to get your body back to optimum health post-baby, if you know what I mean. All right, the next tip we're going to talk about is regular checkups. Now, I know, I know, ladies, this is not on our top 10 list. The most favorite things we want to do is to go to a gynecologist all the time, right? However, in order to keep and take care of our health with our honeypots, we need to make sure, just like we go get regular checkups every year, dealing with our cholesterol, dealing with high blood pressure, or just doing a, a regular checkup, we need to do the exact same thing with our honeypots. And that consists of getting pap smears, getting the necessary tests so that you can see the results. Because many times, a condition such as cancer, if we catch it early and detect it early, it can save our lives. And many times when we're dealing with cervical cancer or any type of vaginal cancer um, in that particular area of our honeypot, it does not have 
traditional symptoms that we will be alerted about, you know? So it might be something like you're having um, irritable bowel syndrome, or you're having other little things, like you're having constant cramps, you're having irregular menstrual flow. Um, it's different from how it used to be. Those can be symptoms to let you know that you need to go into, um, go to the doctor to see what's going on because your body could be trying to tell you that something is not right. Or it could simply be the products that you're using down below. We have to be careful with the type of stuff that we use in that particular area along with the foods as well. So what is tip number four? And for those of you who are just popping on, yes, my dear, we are talking about how we're going to take care of our honey pots because that's one of the things we don't usually think about until we have some problems with her and then we run and trying to figure it out. Well, we're going to do prevention is the key. And we're going to talk about this uncomfortable subject in order to make us comfortable so that we don't have to be suffering in silence anymore. Uh, Irene said, your dedication is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we already talked about regular checkups. Now we're about to hit this topic and this way I'm starting to step on some toes. Uh, yeah, I'm about to do it, but I'm doing it all in love. We're going to have this hard, deep conversation. Tip number four, you need to just say no. Let me say that again. You need to just say no to boric acid, dush, and detox pearls. Now, I know detox pearls is popular now. and Everybody talking about what the pearl can do. But let me tell you something. But boric acid is not for your honey pot, ladies. And I know that we have been encouraged to use it. But listen, your honey pot is not a creepy crawly. Boric acid is used to kill creepy crawlies. Now, if you know what a creepy crawly is, it's one of them pests that we don't like to see. And so what makes you think if you're going to use that boric acid to kill a creepy crawly, that you should be inserting that inside of your honey pot or in another area of your body in order to make yourself well. Now, come on now. That don't make no kind of sense. We don't need to be putting boric acid up in our honey pots because it can definitely throw off your pH, cause unnecessary problems because it's not good for you have another comment coming in she said we need this information yes we do and i'm the one to give it to you because you know i not only give you this information i do it with you and have fun at the same time because it's not easy to talk about it it's easy for me because you know this is my passion this is my purpose however <laughs> oh what you gonna say road to see we're talking about these creepy crawls i'm calling them creepy crawls crawlies and um, Khadija says, share with every woman you know and love. And um, Tammy Elliott says, so true. Thank you for tuning in, boo. All right. So we're going to go back to that tab talking about just say no to that bor boric acid. And we're going to dumb on into them dush. Now, I know that we have literally, literally been basically since we have been small you probably saw it on your mom counter your auntie your sister counter when you was growing up and you was a little child or you go inside the store and you're like oh what is this you see your mom and you see them they get this stuff and 
You're like, well, I know when I get older, I'm going to have to do the same thing. Listen, Dush has so many toxic chemicals inside of it, and you're using it to make your body fresh, right? That's the reason why you're using it, to clean your body, to make it fresh. That's the reason. Listen, you do not need to use that. Our honey pies is a self-cleaning machine. She don't need no help in order to keep us clean, in order to keep us having a pleasant aroma. We do not need to be putting that on our bodies. Dush need to be left in the store. <laughs> because it can cause you to have infections, irritations, and whoever, I don't even know what else it can even cause you, but I just know that it's something that you should just say no to. Pass by the dish is not for you. No, we have broke, we know now that it's bad for your body. The next thing is detox pearls. Now I know I am about to step on plenty of toes. So let me pause for one moment, cause boy, I'm getting some messages up in here. Just calling, calling, calling. They have to wait till after we get finished talking about these honey pies, right? All right. Next, talking about detox pearls. We're going to talk about this. Now, I know I might have some little people come up in my inbox feeling some type of way, but you know I keep it real. I keep it 100 because I keep it real. I keep it 100 because I want you to take care of your health and wellness. And they take away what you naturally have. Yes. So we're going to go back to this. We're going to talk about boric, I mean, detox pearls. Ladies, you should never, ever be inserting any type of herbs, spices, flowers, whatever. You do not supposed to be inserting that up inside of your honey pots. Why? It's because when you think about if you have herbs, herbs are very, very potent. Um, we've been using herbs since the beginning of time, but they are not to be inserted in your honey pot. And usually, not all, but usually with most detox pearls, they are actually made of different herbs that are made to be inserted in the body, the honey pot. And you're supposed to keep it in your body for a certain amount of time in order to detox and clean your body. Now, what most people are not telling you is that a lot of women, well, some, not a lot, some women are actually having adverse side effects from it. How? It's because when they actually pull the detox pearl out of their body, it's pulling more than the toxins out. It can actually, with some women, pull out the lining of your honey pot. Yes, it can actually pull out the lining of your honey pot. So ladies, with all that being said, you need to leave the pearls for around your neck, not inserted in your honey pot. It's more than one way to keep her happy, healthy, and clean. But pearls and anything else that falls in that category is not healthy for your honey pots. Now, I know that I'm stepping on some toes, but I got to tell the truth. I have to tell the truth. That's not good for your body. Okay, we have some comments coming in. She said, educate us. She said, what about vaginal steams? Great question, Patricia. However, if you want to have herbal cleansing, Vaginal steaming is the best option. Why am I saying it? It's because vaginal steaming is not to insert in your vagina. I mean, honey pot, because some people get offended. 
<laughs> it's not to insert into your honey pie. It is to steam and it does the same effect. Now, I will say this. If you are doing any type of vaginal steams, you need to make sure that you get your steams from a reputable source because now everything dealing with honey pot health is, is very, very trending and very, very popular. Everybody is looking to start this business, do that business with this. And you need to make sure that it comes from a trusted source because even uh, herbs can be harvested with pesticides and herbicides. That's why it's so important to do your research. You need to make sure that whatever you're using, it comes from a trusted source. And when you are steaming, you need to be very careful because you can burn yourself. You heard what I said. You can burn yourself if the water is too hot. So if you know the water too hot on the stove when you boiled it, you need to use a little bit of common sense and say this thing need to cool up a little bit before I set my body over the top of this because steam can actually burn and some women has actually received uh, burns um, second third degree burns from having the water too hot while steaming if you are not certain on how to do it you need to go to a professional I know many of us want to do it at home I know how to do it at home However, for the average person, if you're feeling some type of way about it, you need to just go to a trusted person that uh, facilitate this kind of uh, resource or service and you let them do it because they have the training to know how hot, how long and all that good stuff. On average, when you do a steam, it should be between 10 and no longer than 20 minutes. Some women sit on way too long. So now we're going to talk about, oh, we got some comments coming in. She said, I was just saying this five minutes ago. <laughs> Tammy said, thanks. We need to hear this. You're welcome. And Patricia, she said, oh, it is literally a steam. Yes, it's literally steam that you use herbs in. So you, it's almost like when you make um, honey pot steams that's what i call it we're talking about for jj the woo hog or whatever you want to call her i call mine honey pot basically you take uh herbs that are some women get custom blends um to help to target some issues that they have and some women just use a general blend that is just for overall health you boil water you take the herbs you put it inside the water you let it seep just like you would seep tea you let it seep for a little while you put it in your pot your steaming pot and please don't reuse those steaming pot that you're doing for your uh, honey pot to use it again for cooking mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> if you use it for your honey pot that's all you need to use it for don't be cooking food in it okay you know I just had to say that because I don't know some of y'all might say if I wash it out I'm using it nope. have you a designated pot or a designated um container that you're going to use just for steaming and do not transfer it back into your utensils for your food. No ma'am. <laughs> Alright, you said do heal the honey pot off of steams. Yes, we do offer steams. Alright, so um, that was tip number four. Um, so leave the boric acid for the creepy crawlies. Drop the dish. Don't use it no more. And to leave the pearls for around your neck and not for your honey pot. 
good. Pearls not meant to go in a honey pot. They're meant to go around your neck and on your ears. All right. That's what it's meant for. <laughs> she said, where can we get the herbs to blend from? And can you post the basic herbs we need? I sure can after this video book. I sure can. Um, but I will uh, also explain more about herbs on another video. Um, different herbs do different things based on whatever you need. But yes, they are. Basil steam is very, very good for the body. Tip number five. Ooh, we about to talk about the elephant in the room. That's what we about to talk about. Unpleasant aroma. You know, we used to say the other word, but we're going to keep it real cute. We're going to say unpleasant aroma today. That's what we're going to talk about. I don't care who you are or who, who you are, where you been, how you raised. Every woman, every female has at some point experience an unpleasant aroma in her honey pot area so let's just keep it real she said awesome patricia said awesome so we're going to talk about unpleasant aroma and what are some things that can contribute to you having an unpleasant aroma now listen unpleasant aroma can start with you having bad food choices or it can be a good food choice like eating seafood. Sometimes when you eat seafood, you will notice that when you go urinate, you have an unpleasant aroma. It's not necessarily you. It's just the the, the chemicalization, natural chemicals that's coming out of the body that causes the pungent aroma when you are eating seafood. If you're eating seafood, you know where it comes from. If you're not eating seafood and you still have an unpleasant aroma, it could very well be the food that you're eating or the, meaning bad food. It could actually be the products that you're using, meaning the soaps, the cleansers, the lubricants, um, the laundry detergent that we choose to use on our bodies. Did you know that you can use laundry detergent to wash your clothes and your clothing, which also includes your undergarments, you can wear those undergarments and it can actually cause you to have an infection or irritation. And when you're having those things going on, it can actually cause you to have an unpleasant aroma because your body is trying to fight those toxins. That's why it's so important for you to not only uh, use products, but you need to use the right type of products that's going to promote overall health and wellness without the chemicals, without the toxins. That is all natural because it actually helps the body because uh, it actually throws the pH off when you use things that contrary to what's normally happening with the body. Now, some of you might get upset. And I know I make you laugh too, because you know this topic not easy for everybody. Easy for me, but not for everybody. So we're gonna laugh a little bit. <laughs> now, this might step on your toe, but I'm doing it for love. Listen, if you know you're having unpleasant aroma, sisters, you need to stay away from the yeast. You hear what I say? Stay away from the yeast because the yeast create a whole lot of problems, infection. And if you have an infection, you're going to have unpleasant odor because your body, your honey pot is not well. And she's telling you something is wrong. What are you doing? We need to fix this problem. That's why I'm giving you this signal of this unpleasant smell, this aroma, so that you will pay attention and help me down here. That's what she's telling you. She's talking to you. She's talking to you. <laughs> and so if that is happening, 
alcoholic beverages that contains yeast and you already having issues, you need to stay away from it. Foods that contain a lot of yeast, you need to stay from it if you're sensitive to it. Food that have a lot of sugar content in it. Um, and you notice that it produces a lot of phlegm, a lot of mucus, a lot of irritation with you. You notice that you congest it. You need to lay off the yeast. You need to lay off the sugars. And you need to go as raw as possible, meaning raw fruits and vegetables, as close as you can within the natural state because i know that many of you can't sit down and eat an onion like an apple i can <laughs> i got it from my grandma <laughs> i can because i love onions i can eat a bell pepper raw i can eat onions raw i can eat just about anything um in the fruit and vegetable family raw because i have become accustomed to eating it and i really enjoy the taste but for most people you can't you can't do it. So if you can't just cook it al dente, which means you still have a little crunch to it because the longer you cook it, the longer you cook, the longer you cook it, the more you cook out the nutrients and the minerals and the vitamins. So the more close it is to its natural state, it'll give your body what it needs. And if you notice that you're having some issues with unpleasant aroma, and it's not going away, it's getting worse and it's progressing. You need to go see a doctor, you need to start drinking cranberry juice, you need to drink more water in order to flush out what's ever going on in your body because whatever's going on in your body, something is happening. And maybe you need to change your feminine hygiene products, maybe you need to stop using perfume in the area. And let me tell you something, speaking of perfume, whew, ladies, you know I'm about to go in now. <laughs> Let me just be real, real with you. I don't know what it is about us as women, but we want our honey pots, or maybe you call her your for JJ, your pocketbook, whatever you want to call your honey pot, right? You feel like she should be smelling like flowers, potpourri, fruit, candy. Mm. Last I checked, your honey pot don't supposed to have that type of aroma. We, it has its own unique uniqueness, a unique aroma that we should embrace. Honey pots don't supposed to, supposed to smell like flowers, perfume, potpourri, candy, fruit, uh-uh. And you should not be putting that stuff in or on or around your body. You need to drop all of those scented stuff because the scented stuff is what's causing you all these issues. And you and you worrying like, why am I irritated down there? Why am I itching? Why is this? It could very well be the laundry detergent you're using that's causing this and you have an allergic reaction, but you're not really thinking about it as an allergic reaction because you're not swelling on your eyes, your face. It's happening down below. So you really just think, I don't know what it is. It could very well be your body telling you that, hey, what kind of laundry or fabric or software are you using on me down here? Because I don't like it. <laughs> it could very well be some of the things that you're eating. It could very well be your soap, your body wash. It could be anything that could be triggering you to have that unpleasant aroma. So embrace the natural pleasantness, the uniqueness of how your honey pot aroma is. Embrace it. All right. Because it's nothing wrong with it. Not a thing wrong with it. She's a self-cleaning machine.
The next tip. Tip number six, your undergarments. That's what we're going to talk about. Does it really matter? Yes, it does in a way. Let me tell you why. You should not be wearing tight-fitted uh, underwear that that don't give you the breathability that your body needs down there. Your honey pot, she needs, you know, like you need to breathe. She need to breathe. Now, think about this. You have your hand covered over your face like this all day. Isn't that going to muzzle my speech? It's muzzling the way I'm talking, right? Well, guess what? If you are doing that to your honey pot by having on these extra tight, 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 can't breathe underwear on, you're doing the exact same thing, and that can actually cause issues creating unpleasant smell, um, excessive sweating in that area, and causing you to have some issues. Now, one key to healthy having a healthy honey pot in regards to underwear, we have been in this debate since the beginning of time. Should you wear, can you wear pretty underwear, sexy underwear? Can you wear boxes? Can you wear briefs? Can you wear bikini underwear? I'm here to tell you, you pretty much can wear any type of underwear that you want, right? Even if it's silk, even if it's satin, even if it's polyester. Although it's recommended that you should wear cotton because cotton is breathable, but most women don't want to wear cotton underwear. But if you do want to wear the other type of fabric blends like silk, polyester, and all that other stuff like that, right? What you need to make sure is that the bottom, the seat of your underwear needs to be 100% cotton. And not just cotton, it needs to be white cotton. Why? Your seat of your pants or your undergarments need to be white because if it's colored like your underwear, say for example, you have red underwear and the seat of your underwear is red, but it's cotton, that's still a no-no because what happens is those dyes, those synthetics, those chemicals touch your skin and it can go into your bloodstream and go into your body. And once it gets into your body, it gets into your bloodstream. It can, in essence, get into your um, your organs. That's why it's so important for you to have something as pure as possible uh, touching your skin. Now, say, for example, you like a Tina. Tina, Tina, Tina. All my underwear is silk. And I do have cotton bottles, but they match the colors of my underwear. Um, if it's green, it got a green seat. If it's red, it's got a red seat. If it's black, it got a black seat. So, so what am I supposed to do? Throw away all my underwear? No, you don't have to throw away all your underwear. This is a time when you get you uh, all natural, chemical-free, toxic-free panty liner to wear in the seat of your undergarments because that will protect your body from the color, from the dyes getting up into your honey pots. So the next time you need to buy some more underwear, you know to get ones with the seat of the pants being white and not colored because of the adverse effects you could be having. So you might be having irritation down there. You might be having excessive sweating down there and you and you can't figure out what it is. You have a good diet. You relatively do things pretty well. It could very well be the dye in the seats of your undergarments that's causing you to have the problems. It could really do that. Really. Uh, she said, Tina dropping knowledge. Her product changed my wife and my daughter's life. Thank you. Thank you, Larry. All right. The last tip. Are you ready? Are you ready? The last tip. 
You need to stay away. Stay away from the Senate whites. <laughs> stay away from the Senate whites, the soaps, the pads, and the tampons. Let me tell you. We already talked about this, that your honey pot don't supposed to be smelling like no potpourri, no flowers, no honey, even though I love honey, no honey, no um fruit, no candy, uh-uh. And on some, she don't supposed to smell like that. And when you put stuff on her like that, that's why she mad at you. That's why your honey pot mad at you. So I know ladies, we feel more clean when we, I don't know. I think it's mental that we feel more clean when we when we smell something um, that smells good. I guess like if you can't smell the scent, like like my grandma used to say, if I can't smell the disinfectant in the room, then the room not clean. <laughs> yeah, that's what most people say, right? But in this case, just because you don't smell the scent on the uh, scented, I mean on unscented wipes, because some even though some wipes are unscented they still have fragrance in it most of the cases if it's not all natural so you have to read the back of your ingredients you need to stay away from it the reason why is like i said your uh, honey pies is a self-cleaning machine she don't need any help in keeping clean we be messing her up when we be putting this uh scented stuff these herbs all up on and in her your sanitary nappy should not be having no oils, no herbs, no potpourri smell. It should not have that. Um, although it does not irritate all women, but it does irritate quite a bit of women. It's not necessary. Your soaps, if you use soap, technically you don't need soap in that area. You just need uh, water. But I know mentally, we want to use something down there to clean. But technically, you really don't have to. Um, but if you choose to, you need to make sure it's pure. You need to make sure it's clean. You need to make sure it's no perfumes, no dyes, no synthetics added in it. Because when you use that type of stuff, what happens is it throws off your pH. It ends up messing with your body. You might It might even trigger you to have bad cramps, um, emotional things with your hormones going on. It could do a lot of things to disrupt the whole body of the woman. She said, all those things throw your pH balance off. Yes, it does, Tanya. Every single one of those things actually throws off your body. So the next time when you are in the store or you are shopping online, for anything dealing with feminine hygiene, I want you to keep these seven tips in mind. And I hope I made you smile <laughs> on today. I know I probably made some people upset, but you know, I have to tell the truth. If it's the truth, I'm just going to tell it. Not mean to offend anybody, but hey, I just have to tell it like it is. With all that being said, I hope this video um, gives you the information that you want. Of course, this is not all the information in regards to the honey pot. Um, however, these are some top tips that can help you make sure that your honey pot health is right. With all that being said, my name is Tina Ramsey. I'm the founder of Heal the Honey Pot. And today we talked about the seven tips to take care of your honey pot. And if you don't call yours the honey pot, you call her woo-ha, you call her but JJ, you call her a pocketbook. I don't care what you call her. 
But make sure you treat her right because if you're honey pot happy ladies, guess what? You're happy too. With all that being said, I'll talk to you later. Make the switch today and go to HealTheHoneyPot.com. That's H-E-A-L, TheHoneyPot.com, and experience our all-natural feminine hygiene sanitary napkins that is designed to help you heal the mind, heal the body, and yes, ladies, heal TheHoneyPot.com. H-E-A-L, thehoneypot.com. That's one word type all together. And make sure to share your experience with us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Hello, sisters. This is Tina Ramsey from HealTheHoneypot.com. That's H-E-A-L, thehoneypot.com, where we endorse the jewel premium sanitary napkins that may provide you with various health benefits, like potentially helping you with cramps, helping you balance the pH, help you with harmful bacteria, help with unpleasant aroma, help fight fatigue, boost the metabolism, and boost the immune system. Here at HealTheHoneyPot.com, we only endorse the Jewel Premium Sanitary Napkin. We make no medical health claims, but make the switch today to our all-natural, healthier option at HealTheHoneyPot.com. CTR Enterprises is a consulting service business created for entrepreneurs and startup businesses to provide them with beneficial assistance and coaching for business development. We help you build your online presence. We provide multiple networking opportunities. Do you want to become an author? Do you want to speak on stages? Do you want to be in magazines? Do you want to build your influence? We provide PR, branding, and social media marketing help. We have resources to help business owners grow. We have a community of business leaders ready to network. We provide homeschooling consulting for busy parents and business owners. We teach you how to start a TV show or podcast. We teach you how to monetize what you do from the comfort of your home. We help entrepreneurs maintain their health naturally as they scale up their businesses. CTR Enterprises is the one-stop shop for the wants and needs of today's entrepreneur. Visit our website today at www.coachtinaramsey.com. We are here to service you. Steve Poznanski. I'm the CEO of IntelliCard USA. My company designs and creates digital marketing tools to help you reach people easier, faster, better, and safer. I'm coming to you tonight because I wanted to let you know that if you're looking to brand and market yourself, then there's no better place to do it than on the Tina Ramsey Show. So, take my advice. Reach out to Tina, get on her show, and watch your brand grow. Hello beautiful people, I hope you're having a wonderful day. My name's Maya McLean. I'm a spiritual life coach and a healing musician. 
and I wanted to share my experience on the Tina Ramsey show. I'm coming to you from Mexico right now. I've got some birds in the background. <laughs> um, beautiful day, beautiful day. So um, Tina's such a sweetheart. We had a blast on her show. I did an interview with her sharing about my transformational journey and um, coming into my purpose of wanting to help people uplift and align in their spirituality and, and um, their purpose in life and connect with their intuition. And um, yeah, it was really fun with Tina. She was, she had some beautiful questions. It was a, a fun time connecting with her and, you know, learning more about her as well. And um, her energy is really great. You know, we're, we feel like we're kindred spirits. And um, I played, also played a song while I was in the middle of the show. And um, it was really cute because she ended up having a bit of a breakthrough on the show. It was so adorable. And she started running some ads in between and said she was crying and, and releasing. And so we had a good old talk about that at the end of the session. And um, yeah, it was a, 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 whole, a whole lot of fun. And yeah, after doing the session, I had a few... Um, a few people reach out who are interested in some sessions so that was really lovely to connect with them too and it's a beautiful community and yeah that was my experience with her connect with her she's awesome she also taught me a lot about how to monetize podcasts she's got a lot of knowledge in that area and um yeah she's a wonderful a wonderful coach and very inspiring so yeah you are watching and listening to the tina ramsey show sending you all my love Mwah. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast. We enjoy having you with us on this episode. Make sure to tune in next week, every Friday at 8 p.m. and see who our next exciting, amazing guest will be. We love sharing with you, learning with you, growing with you, and spotlighting amazing entrepreneurs, celebrities, and celebrity influencers that are making a positive impact in the world. So until next time, stay safe, stay motivated, stay positive, and know that the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast, we have your back. Talk to you later. Bye.